So when pain comes out of seemingly nowhere, where do you go? What do you do? Who do you see? And how do you cope? Welcome to today's podcast, where we'll be interviewing a gentleman who was left with those same decisions to make. Welcome to the 15-Minute Pain Experience Podcast. I am your host, Dina Chopoulos, the Chief Curator and Pain Coach at Pain to Possibilities, where we have been transforming pain experiences since 2018. Today, I am excited to welcome Tom Bowen to our show all the way from Des Moines, Iowa in the United States. Tom is a chronic pain patient turned chronic pain advocate, author, educator, and community builder. His pain-related diagnoses include fibromyalgia, costochondritis, tinnitus, IBS, post-concussion syndrome, neuropathy, sleep apnea, chronic fatigue, anxiety, and depression. He attended the Mayo Clinic three-week pain rehabilitation center in 2012 and again in 2018. Tom oversees a resource center or a blog called Chronic Pain Champions. He's a member of the Practical Pain Management Editorial Board and has written articles for STAT and National Pain Report. His free ebook, which I highly recommend, is called Chronic Pain Won't Stop Me, Tools to Make the Most of Life Despite the Chronic Pain. To follow Tom, you can find his resource center at Chronic Pain Champions. The Facebook group is Chronic Pain Champions No Whining Allowed, his Twitter handle at Pain Champions, and Instagram chronic pain champions. Welcome to the program and thank you so, so much for being here today. I think your voice and your message is a really important message to bring across and I'm so excited to share your pain experience with our listeners today. So thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me on your program. Well, I, uh, I listened to your other podcasts that you have done recently and uh, I want to kind of capture some of the highlights for it for our listeners, but uh, I know that your pain journey kind of came on really quickly and really suddenly. And so tell our listeners what your experience was with your start of your pain journey anyway. It's been a heck of a journey, but that's, you know, it is for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. My, my pain journey started in January. I can tell you January 4th, I think it was 2009. Mm -hmm. It was a Saturday morning. I, I, Went grocery shopping, carried some groceries in, sat down, and all of a sudden I had this sharp pain in my groin. And I said to my wife, I said, you know, something's not right here. Mm-hmm. And ended up going to the doctor mm-hmm. who sent me to the emergency room, who the doctor then said, eh, nothing wrong with you. Gave me some medicine, he thought. He said there could be two, two options. He said, gave me some medicine, said, fine, you'll be fine. Call me in a few days or whatever. Well, a few days later, I I go back to work. I do everything. Mm -hmm. I'm hurting. Calling back and said, I'm still hurting here. There's Mm -hmm. something wrong. And he rushed me in for emergency surgery. And ended up, I had testicular torsion is actually what the, the diagnosis was. And I had to have an orchiectomy. And... After the surgery, I ended up having some pain. Mm-hmm. So I go back to the doctor. The doctor says, nah, you'll be fine. It will clear up. 
And a week later, still had the pain. Two weeks later, still had the pain. Three weeks later, still had the pain. You know, and it just never went away. And so what I have is like a, a regionalized uh, nerve injury mm-hmm. from that. Okay. So that's, that's kind of where I started at. How long was sort of in your journey up front, you know, once you sort of got past the first couple of weeks of, wow, this is really uncomfortable, how many sources did you seek out to try and help you? Was, was it just the physician? Were there other people that you discussed this with? I, I, at that point, I was just with um, the, the physician who did the surgeon who did the surgery. Right, okay. Um, and then I, my, my family doctor. Right, right. right. And, and that's where I was kind of at at the very beginning. Because, yeah. you know, all my other pains, every time I've ever had pain, I, I, it was fixed. You know, right. the doctors fixed me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctors fixed me. So there was no, no worries. Right. Well, as things went along, Dina, you're exactly right. It, it, it just kept going. Yeah. And I kept going to different doctors, mm-hmm. different tests. Uh, spending hours on the internet searching. Dr. Google is exactly (laughs) right. Uh, So many different tests. I had so many injections, all these kind of things. And it wasn't being solved. Mm -hmm. I mean, I traveled a couple hours to a, to a local teaching hospital. Mm -hmm. They couldn't help me. Uh, Nothing, nothing was working. So I ended up Dr. Google. I found a a surgeon six hours away from mm-hmm. my home in Chicago, mm-hmm. Illinois, mm-hmm. who did this new kind of surgery that, uh, so I actually had a, a very risky surgery to try to repair this. Yeah. And the, the pain just never, never went away. That actually brings up a great point. And, and I remember in the interview you did previously about your pain experience is you had sort of a crucial turning point or like a real fork in the road where after you had that surgery, and I can't remember, I'm sorry if you had just the one surgery, if you were, you had a real decision to make when you talked to the next surgeon around what your options were for next steps. And I'm wondering if you can just kind of share that with our group. Oh, I, I'd love to, because that, that this was crucial in, in mm-hmm. my in my point, uh, my story. Mm-hmm. Well, I still having my my migraine pain that I was having, but nerve pain, uh, even after that one surgery. Along that same time, I also had a perforated colon, oh. and, and which was an emergency surgery again. Uh-huh. And so, the surgeon who treated me for that, I was in visiting with him. And my family doctor at the time also suggested, Tom, you, you know what? You're, you're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this program at, at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that, that might be able to help you. Mm-hmm. Now, and uh, you might want to continue. You might want to try that. Right. And, I, and it's about the same time also <laughs> that this thing happened, I had found another doctor, mm-hmm. a surgeon in Washington, D.C. Now, I'm based in, in Des Moines, Iowa. Mm-hmm. So uh, Washington, D.C. that did a, kind of a denervation surgery as well, mm-hmm. and it's a plastic surgeon, and it was highly visible on the internet. So I had actually flew out to Washington, D.C. for a day to visit with him, just made a day flight there and back. It's amazing what you do when you're in pain, right? Right. So, so and, and he had offered to do that surgery as well for me, another surgery similar. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, 
I, I, when I was in to see the surgeon about my perforated colon, mm -hmm. I just happened to say to him, I said, well, you know, my family doctor wants me to go to this thing at Mayo Clinic, <laughs> some program, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, or I got this doctor who can fix me in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. with a surgery. Mm -hmm. I said, what would you do? And the surgeon said to me, he said, Tom, what caused your pain in the first place? There. I said, surgery. And he said, why would you want to have another surgery? So powerful because I mean, I honestly, I had goosebumps when I heard you say that the first time because it is, it's a, it's a tough decision. I think we as a society need or want as, as humans that quick mm -hmm. things, right? Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason I'm excited to have you here is that you've, you've done the work. You know what it takes to fly for a day, you know, to consult. You know what it feels like to do the Mayo Clinic, which is how many days is that one again? It's uh, 20 days. 20, 20 days. days. Three weeks. Three weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like it's pretty intense as far as... Eight, eight to four. Eight to four. Eight to four. Yeah. So you yeah. showed up, you did the work, and thankfully here you are today. You now know what it feels like to be a little bit more of your own self-advocate. Mm -hmm. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Now, what I thought was also interesting, you had mentioned that, well, first of all, you said, wow, you know, there's this thing at the Mayo Clinic. What, <laughs> what is that going to do for me? Because we're not used to, you know, understanding that there's so much more to pain than just perhaps our physician or, you know, the surgery that they're offering, which is a great option. But mm -hmm. you are showing the world that there's so much more than that. And I, you had mentioned that um, even when you were at the Mayo Clinic, you knew what it was about, but you still felt you were finding, um, okay, so when's the next, when's the fix? Or when does the next mm -hmm. pill come? Or, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. I was expecting, you know, is there a doctor that's going to come? When am I going to see a doctor? Right. Uh, you know, I, I just never really, they, they don't fix you. Right. It wasn't about fixing you. It was about teaching each of us the skills right. we needed to manage our pain. Right. Absolutely will be people who will find success in that surgery. And, and I would never want to take away from their experience. But what sure. I love about your message is that it's just human nature. You go in there questioning, oh, gosh, mm -hmm. what are they going to do for me? So Yes. Yes. And I, I bring this up because it is such an important piece around just pain management in general. And I know that's your message to the world too, is that there's more to it. There's so much more to it, right? Exactly. Pain is biopsychosocial. Yes. And so, I mean, there, there's a biological part, maybe, maybe mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually it happens after an injury or, you know, tissue damage, some sort of injury. And then there's the whole emotional aspect, the psychological aspect. Right. Um, it, when you have pain, you're, you're, you're always questioning why. Mm -hmm. You get depressed. Depression mm -hmm. comes with pain. Anxiety comes with pain. And so there's that psychological factor. And then there's also the social factor, too. Mm -hmm. Can I work? Am I working? How am I doing? Mm -hmm. My work is slipping because I'm hurting. My boss is not happy with me. You know, I'm not, my friends aren't inviting me out as much because I'm not going out as often, whatever it may be. Uh, so it, there's just a lot of, a lot of different pr angles to pain rather For than sure. just the, the tissues. So much mm -hmm. to know. Absolutely. 
And then going back to your story around, you know, your first experience at the Mayo Clinic, all was going well, you came home and you really settled into your new norm with new tools. And Mm -hmm. then you had another setback. Yes. Can you explain a little bit about what that setback was? <laughs> oh no, it's, it's this is a, this this is a very I, I think it's very humorous in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I had actually went up to the Mayo Clinic six months after I attended my first program in 2012. Mm-hmm. It was in spring of 2013. Uh, went back up. They have a a day program, an aftercare program mm-hmm. that you can attend. So I thought, okay. Let's go up and kind of relearn some of the tools that I had, so forth. Mm-hmm. Well, I go up over the weekend before, and my wife and I are shopping, and I'm at a retail store, and my wife says, "Hey, check out these lawn chairs. These are nice. These be nice on our patio." So I sit in a lawn chair. All of a sudden, the lawn chair collapses. I fall backwards. I hit my head on metal shelves, Ooh. and finally to the concrete floor. Which, you know, I'm not that far up, but I get a little bump. Mm. You know, I just tell the manager, you know, hey, you might want to get this chair fixed. Had a little headache. Went along with my day on Monday, you know, at the program. Everything was fine. Mm. Tuesday, started to get a little headache. Wednesday, I got a whopping headache. Mm. Thursday, I go see my family doctor. Mm. And he says, Tom, you have post-concussion syndrome. You have a concussion. My head was just probably at exploding eight or nine out of 10, 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to work. I'm doing the usual things I would normally do because that's, mm-hmm. that's just me, perseverance yeah. and getting through it. So I'm going to work, but it's like, it's, it's not getting any better. And for about eight months, seven, eight months, it didn't get any better. I, that was the pain I just lived with was that headache. But along that same time, you know, I also started getting other symptoms. I had tingling of my fingers and my toes. Mm-hmm. I started getting random pains all throughout my body, burning mm-hmm. sensations, weird feelings all throughout my body, wherever it may land. And I also developed uh, a ringing tinnitus in my ear at the same time so it's like all these other things plus at this point i'm I'm trying to manage getting through the things that i learned at mayo mm-hmm. but i'm thinking okay this is still acute pain mm-hmm. and it's going to go away and again it got to the point where it just became chronic mm-hmm. and i was trying to manage with the tools i had at mayo but i i was overwhelmed mm-hmm. i was just mm-hmm. in a place where i was way overwhelmed mm-hmm. and i tried treating it medically again went on the whole pain merry-go-round program again thing going to different doctors doing different dates everything i was doing back in 2009 2010 and 2011 doing the whole thing over and over again it's like i should have known better it's just it's just you still want that fix and you want that fix and you want it now and my work slipping and i mean it's it got to the point where i I couldn't function Mm -hmm. at work and I, I ended up I, I ended up going on disability at the recommendation of my family doctor and a uh, rheumatologist, and I said, you know, this is this is crazy. I can't live like this. Right. So I contacted Mayo Clinic, the nurse I I worked with up there, and she said, reapply. Okay. And so I reapplied, and I went back up again for a second time Good. at Mayo Clinic back in 2018. 
Good. So. I love this part of the story too, because it is most people, I would say living in chronic pain, will have those highs and lows. It's the ebb and flow, right, of pain where you come into good days and then you come into those really bad days. And it's those really bad days that really tell the rest of the story, how you handle those days. And so, you know, I was kind of curious what your turning point was to kind of get you back to the Mayo Clinic. It sounds like it was just talking to the right people at the right time. Mm-hmm. To get you back to the Mayo Clinic, but was there anything else, perhaps the support of your family or any other thoughts that you had going through your head that would help to pull you out of that overwhelm that you were feeling? Well, you know, at that at that point in time, Dana, I was I was I was severely depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I'd seen a psychologist, and I think I see at that point a psychiatrist, and I had a treatment for depression, mm-hmm. and. And I'm thinking to myself, I can't live like this. Mm. I, I mean, I I made that decision myself. Good. I reached deep down into my in my soul, mm-hmm. and I said, I can't be this. This isn't me. This isn't Tom Bowen. I have to do something different. And what do I know that works? The Mayo Clinic right. program, and ju- and it was just you know interdi- interdisciplinary pain mm-hmm. rehabilitation. Right. Uh, whether it be at Mayo, whether it be anywhere else, mm-hmm. just a program where you're getting help for learning tools to um, relearning tools. In my case, at that point, yeah. yep. to to manage the pain. For mm-hmm. sure. Oh, and I think that just makes you human. I mean, we all have to relearn, you know, these new tools because when, especially in overwhelm, overwhelm mm-hmm. is an awful place to be. Being stuck is an awful place to be, and so good to hear that it came from you. I think that always has more power for sure, than someone else telling you what to do, right? Exactly. Um, Just before we get going, I'm just wondering if you have any powerful words that you really tap into or sort of phrases you have that you use, you know, when you say you're digging deep into your soul to find out what's going to help move you forward, are there any words that you choose or lean into to help you in those dark days? I had an old boss while he was older than I am, but that's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) But, uh, I, number one, I'm a, I'm a clown. I don't know if uh, that you knew that personally, but I'm a clown. That's one of my hobbies is a clown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I had an old boss who, who at the time, he, he would tell me, quote, and I didn't know who it was from. He mm-hmm. would always say it. And I finally realized it was from Henry Ford. But it was, if you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you always got. Right. And that to me is like so powerful because you just can't stay in one spot. You just can't stay in one spot and get better. You have to change. You have to take the steps as a person. Mm -hmm. I had to take those steps Mm -hmm. to, to, to change myself. Mm -hmm. No one else can change me. Mm -hmm. No one else can fix me. I have to take those. I have to take responsibility for my own self care. That's what, that's what hit me. Beautiful. I love that nugget. And then we're going to bounce on to one more nugget that I, I heard you mention again somewhere along the line. And I think it's a great way to close it off. But you had said pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. I know that that's something that was I've heard before, but in sort of not perhaps related to pain, but you brought it into the pain world, which I think is fantastic. How do you feel those words help you? And how can it help our, our community a little bit more if they're feeling stuck? Well, we choose. Mm-hmm. We have a choice. 
-hmm. We have a choice. We have a choice to hurt and do nothing. Hurt and and run to the doctor to try Mm -hmm. to find a pill, Mm -hmm. a magical pill or solution. We hurt and we have to, we can either cry and whine to other people about our pain and be the victim. We hurt and we can be very isolated and do nothing that which only makes it worse uh not very physically active avoid activity Mm -hmm. makes it worse those are the things that you know we can choose or we can choose not to let the pain Mm -hmm. control us but we control the pain and so we can either have pain and suffer or we can have pain and live and i would rather have pain and live than have pain and suffer Mm, so so well said Tom, thank you. Thank you so much for your words of wisdom today. We're going to wrap this up, but I want to say thank you for for everything that you do and for your time today. Well, thank you for for, uh, inviting me to join you today. 